0: In that time, our world has taken so many steps in the
1: wrong direction. Starting this show about the diverse <laughs> satanic occult agenda, this was medio evil by Vincenzo Viceversa. So this is our official opening. A tune and of course uh, it's uh, based a lot on what happens in Davos so it's it's perfect i guess that it's today, really uh, nice. for, <laughs> for today's show is perfect <laughs> first of all let's thank our sponsors and um, welcome to the Leo Segami show with Leo and Christy
2: we are here, again.
1: here okay. we are
2: So I got my my names here and this week our sponsors are Bruce Kodish Nader minta. <laughs> Paul Tinoso and Andrea Martin, thank you so much for sponsoring this show.
1: Thank you so much. You know who you are and of course uh, you can also donate in anony- anonymity, how do you say in Anonym- English? Anonymously mm-hmm. if you want, uh, but uh, you can also have uh, your name mentioned during the show and it's thanks to you that we were able to uh, broadcast every week uh, here on youtube and later on on band dot video where we have gathered last week uh, over twenty-five thousand views i, I don't think. know i don't go
2: over there and look <laughs> 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 they,
1: they seem to uh, always have, i don't like
2: uh, women over there uh, the
1: comments are a bit mm, <laughs> well
2: i
3: don't go there anymore uh,
2: you should be a little
1: more gentleman Info warriors. they're not uh, mm. well here we go because we have a table full of news, a lot of news, of course, especially coming from Davos. We don't have any guests today because we want to really focus the whole show on on a topic which I have touched both in Volume 7, as you know, with a book which is actually entitled From the Occult Roots of the Great Reset to the Populist Roots of the Great Reject." And this year, there was a lot of great reject. even amongst the participants in Davos. There was a big change, big shift. Uh, This is, of course, volume nine, in which there is more about uh, uh, Klaus Schwab. Eat the bugs, bugs while while he uh, promotes uh, eat bugs for the rest of the world, he instead is having lavish dinners. Uh, Escort services have basically been fully booked. So these people, Ethically and morally, uh, it's, 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 it's so wrong, everything that comes out of there. And especially when you receive the papal blessings uh, uh, on all this. I mean, what kind of people are they? Now, let's see. The Golio
2: is not my pope.
1: Pope Bergoglio (laughs) is not your Pope, that is another thing Uh, in Sulmona in the Abruzzo region um, a group of people in the middle of the night uh, feud the whole city with a poster saying Bergoglio uh, Pope Francis is not uh, our Pope so I mean there is some hope of course for those Catholics who still want to continue with their own religion, but not in communion with the Pope, who of course is the Antichrist. I mean, we had uh, this week, this, uh, I mean, Pope Francis called for peace and authentic development. Uh, They publish it on the official uh, WEF World Economic Forum website. Let's go and check it out. Here we go, Uh, the internet seems to be a little bit... uh, It's raining
2: here, It's raining here. Yes, bad
1: weather, so forgive us if the connection is not 100%. Uh, Davos24 says Pope Francis called for peace and authentic development. And this was uh, posted two days ago by their own Pope Francis. uh, I
2: like the way you say development. (laughs) (laughs) Development. Development.
1: (laughs) But what do you think about this great hypocrisy? you know, the Pope sending his blessings and then you have, uh, I mean, even Vatican News talking about the message to Davos. And then these people basically have uh, uh, booked a bunch of escorts uh, and they're having parties filled with cocaine and other drugs. I mean, these people are really the, the I think most... they're
2: all a bunch of crooks, all of them, all mixed together in a big bunch of crookery in criminally criminal and criminal and
1: very <laughs> very criminal very criminal now, let me show uh, to those people uh uh, that uh, that are watching us, so this news they might not know about. So Sulmona is a great, uh, you know, I'm very. Is that not, we're not,
2: well, not Moise, But
1: of course, uh, <laughs> he probably did it. No, 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 don't say that.
2: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because of course now the police is uh, investigating. Uh, there is, there is, uh, there is, uh, let's say, a lot of people who are my supporters in those areas, especially in Sulmona, which is a great city a city i used to uh, play a lot as a dj when i was young i have a lot of friends the fact that they have uh, put these posters all over uh, the town uh, like i said gives us some hope there is people uh, but who put these posters so let's talk also about who put these posters now I um, talked about uh, uh, Don Minutella in the Italian edition, the last Italian edition of Pope Francis, the last Pope. And Don Minutella is this renegade priest that has basically this uh, um, uh, small. Uh, schismatic group uh, called, uh, the, the, the I think it's, uh, it's, it's like the Piccolo Resto, uh, is a, a small movement, it's called Piccolo Resto Cattolico, and uh, this schismatic movement uh, the, the, the conducted, driven by this former Catholic priest, uh, uh, who is no longer in communion with Bergoglio and with the Vatican, because he has fought them, he has opposed them, for a long time and apparently there is his organization behind uh, this uh, this thing which i don't know i mean it's of course uh, gonna be investigated by the authorities but uh, we are glad that uh, some people are saying the truth about this antichrist mm-hmm. even carlo maria vigano has talked about the incoherence about a pope that gives the blessing for another pachamama event because one of the things that really uh, struck this week uh, during uh, this uh, Davos uh, uh, event that takes place as you all know in Switzerland was the presence of not only politicians, businessmen and so on but also shaman, shaman a woman shaman that went around Davos uh, uh, and you can see, I mean, they are talking about disease X. Well, I think they are about to spread the disease X
3: because this is what...
1: i mean this is oh, where the people were talking baby. about not spreading diseases and here they're coughing all over the place she came from f-
2: Why
1: I? from the, the amazon jungle to spread the new disease i don't know i mean it's just
2: oh, well, look. oh look she's <laughs> gonna blow it on them <laughs> isn't that great
1: among the great hypocrisy of this <laughs> week uh, we also saw of course, John Kerry, uh, a Scal and Bones member. I dedicated by the way, an article to this whole thing. Uh- you can go and check this article on Leozegami.com. Leozegami.com you know, is uh, ca- constantly updated with the latest articles. Thank you for tuning in, uh, for, of course, for those people who are watching us live. As you know, we had several channels uh, that were removed from YouTube, so we don't...
2: Uh, and you we're know... off of Facebook now. Uh, yes, because... They banned us. They
1: banned us also from Facebook. So, so there's we... a
2: lot of people that used to tune in on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yes. they're not here anymore
1: that's a little bit uh, i don't
2: understand they just don't go on youtube
1: they, they simply don't go on YouTube. but you have
2: it posted there on your Facebook. the youtube I know, but I,
0: know. I don't know just, They just
1: don't like it enough to go look for it uh, so that's okay i hope that uh, that sooner or later we will be allowed again i don't know but in I the meantime it. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg of course uh, is an enemy of truth that's for sure Uh, check out uh, uh, also I will put it on the screen this is the detail the GoFundMe to uh, uh, sponsor us and we can receive donations also if you are in Great Britain or in the United States through Cash App which you can find um, the, the details of my cash up uh, account uh, on leozagami.com, and
2: I just want to yes. say that the very best way for you to support us mm-hmm. is to buy Leo's books,
1: yes. And and of course, here we're talking because that's I mean,
2: that's one way to sponsor the show, and it's actually the best way because we prefer you to buy the books, we don't really want the donations, but we need them to run this show. But we prefer that you buy the books, so um buy the books, guys, get smarter, learn everything that you need to know in the end times because you're gonna need everything in these books, every single word.
1: (laughs) We are part of a great reject. And this was the great message that, uh, you know, I published at the beginning uh, of 2022 in this uh, prophetic book uh, that talked about the world that still had to even start with Ukraine. Of course, it was already developing for a number of years, but then fully developed after the publication of this book. Which already talked to you about what will happen in the Taiwan and and everything that will happen in the next few years up to that crucial year, which is 2030. So uh, today I would like to uh, to for Christy to at least read um, some passages from this book that, in a way, is. I
2: thought my reading days were over when the occult series ended. <laughs> no,
1: we, we brought you back forever for, for more reading. Um, Of course, the interesting thing about this book, uh, on the contrary of... uh other books based on the same subject, The Great Reset and Klaus Schwab, this actually brings you into the occult side of The Great Reset, the occult connections. Like somebody recently asked me, is there any connection between the Fraternitas Saturn in Germany and Klaus Schwab because of the vampiric nature? And I said, well, actually, yes, the, the Fraternitas Saturn uh, had a representative which was connected to the World League of the Illuminati this Metzger guy and so there was a connection later on established uh, with Klaus Schwab so if you want to know more about it of course you have to get this book which talks about uh, a lot also about uh, of course all the topics that regard the World Economic Forum and it talks also about other topics like the the psyop that led people uh, to that trap which was the 6th of January 2021, which we have talked about uh, a lot. Um, now, I want you to, to read this paragraph here regarding Klaus Schwab and the very first meeting which took place 54 years ago in 1970 and was opened by a representative of the aristocracy called Otto von Ausburg. So.
2: Yeah. Okay. For this very reason, Klaus Schwab chose to deliver the keynote speech at the opening session of this historical event, none other none other than Illuminati Kingpin and Jesuit agent Otto van Habsburg, head of the house of Hosburg Lorraine and sovereign of the Order of the Golden Fleece, historically linked to Adam. Wyschaps order of the Illuminati who was the last crown prince of Austria Hungary from 1916 until the dissolution of the empire Although in Otto
1: von apr- was eh so we don't confuse it with Dalambation. <laughs> yes so. okay.
2: until the dissolution of the empire in April 1919 the late Otto von Habsburg was also co-founder of the Pan European Union PEU headed by Freemason count Codenhov Kalergi Ooh, that guy. The infamous Austrian politician and philosopher who pioneered this fake European integration as the secret head of a synarchist group whose aim was to create a united Europe. This creation of a united Europe was central to the vision of Saint... How do you say that? It's French. Saint...
1: Saint Yves d'Alvidre.
2: Oh, thank you. The founder of synarchism, a call for which appears on the first page of his first book on synarchy, Keys of the East.
1: Which is basically another product of the Sabbatian Francism in a way, uh, and also, of course, uh, of what that black aristocracy uh, was uh, mingling in with contacts that, of course, in the end produced the. The Church of today, the Catholic Church of today, Pope Francis, that gives his blessing to these people with their shamans, with their uh, twisted uh, meetings that really... uh, This year, their theme was uh, to reconciliate themselves with uh, the, um, let's say, with the rest of the world, because everybody hates them, so they wanted to, in in a way, reconcile...
2: Yeah, they they play.
1: So, but what happened? We don't want to be
2: friends we, with Klaus. We don't like.
1: We it. don't like Klaus. Klaus, of course, talked about collectivism, the which is basically socialism and all that. And and then, though, he had people for the first time that really openly opposed the him and what he was doing. And so, we need to check out first of all the words uh, of the president uh, of a conservative think tank, uh, like, the word, like the Heritage Foundation, which uh, I think uh, makes us understand that this year things were a little bit different. Uh, now. President of a conservative think tank, the Heritage Foundation, attacked the globalists he actually had in front of him. Okay. Uh, he was interviewed by this uh, uh, Leptard that uh, introduces him. And then you will see how he really defends Donald J. Trump and what Donald J. Trump stands for, because you have to understand another important thing about the Davos satanic occult agenda was that this year there was, of course, the presence of the heir of George Soros, Alex Soros. Alex Soros very close to Barack Hussein Obama and Michelle. is trying in every way possible to to get the people uh, to, to, to some way sabotage Trump. We will talk more about what he stated. In the end, he had to admit that Trump will not go away if he's not arrested. That was even he an... won't
2: even go away if he's arrested.
1: <laughs> in fact, I think I think that, that was wishful thinking. On the he's this resilient. Side. Uh, he's resilient. But let's see what Kevin Roberts said
4: you, because I said I wanted, it's quite good in the way the jury set it up. What did the president, what do you think, uh, a President Trump, he's the president from being the former president, but if there were a new President Trump, what uh, does he mean by retribution? Uh, What is the issue calling out very specifically, a former attorney general and former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and so on? I mean, it it sounds very personal. Um, And you said to yourself a minute ago, anyone who's kind of not with the program is not going to be in in an administration. You know, one thing that Davos, you might say, and the people come here stand up for, is liberal democracy. So if the idea that's going to be swept under the table is part of the idea, hopefully that's not what he means. What do you mean, what do you think he means by retribution?
0: Well, it's laughable that you would or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally... Standing up for it. It's it's equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and, and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's absurd. But I'm a step aside from that constructive criticism and instead answer your question. Yep. And and I'm going to be substantive here. President Trump, if he's the next president, for that matter, I think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites, which I have mentioned earlier. But the, the thing that I want to drive home here, the very reason that I'm here at Davos is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching with all due respect, nothing personal, but that's your part of the problem. Political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X when in fact reality is Y. Take immigration. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. The average person tells us in the United States that both rob them of the American way of life. They're right. President Trump will take that on on behalf of the average American. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities just traveled to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. President Trump will take that on. Thirdly, I guess the favorite at the World Economic Forum is climate change. Elites tell us that we we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change, so much so that climate alarmism is probably the greatest cause for mental health crisis in the world. The solutions, the average person know, based on climate change, are far worse and more harmful and cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating, than do the problem and the problems themselves. Fourth, two more here, Robin. The fourth, China. The number one adversary, not just to the United States, but to free people on planet Earth. Not only... Do we at at Davos not say that we give the Chinese Communist Party a platform count on President Trump ending that nonsense and fifth as we sit here. Another supranational organization, the World Health Organization is discussing foisting gender ideology upon the global south, these are practices that are under review, if not being rejected by countries in northern Europe. The new president especially if it's president trump will as you like to say trust the science he will understand the basic biological reality of manhood and womanhood and do you know why not because of retribution not because he's a dictator but because he has the power of the american people behind him and it's connected to senator portman's excellent point that in addition to needing a vigorous executive We look forward to having the popular will inform both the House and Senate in 2025 to pass laws on all of those issues and many others. Ultimately, Robin, I think President Trump, if in fact he wins a second term, is going to be inspired by the wise words of Javier Millet, who said that he was in power not to guide sheep, but to awaken lions. That's what the average American and the average free person on planet Earth wants out of leaders.
4: Very clear points, and that will give a chance for everyone to come back, including on the Q&A and uh, any particular issues they want to challenge. The one thing I will challenge, we can come back to it later on, Kevin, is what will be the mandate of the American people if, A, the mandate tends to be a pop- not a plurality of the vote. If, if he wins the election, the mandate's
0: clear. Kevin keeps saying if he wins the election. Can I ask,
4: Kevin, is there any conceivable way in which if he loses the election, he will accept that he's lost the election, or, would you add, or whether you would accept that?
0: What was the last part?
4: Do you accept, would you accept if he loses the election that he's lost the election? Or would if it be we'll like, if, the we're,
0: if we're sure that there's election integrity, but I'm not sure that we can be. Well, okay, way, well, so, well, I don't
4: think you've answered my question there. Well, we're, we're not going to get to the end of that one, so park that one for the moment. I want to first bring in Rob. Uh, These uh, people, obviously, some, some say we
1: want to use and maybe abuse once again an hypothetical disease. Uh, to lock everybody in and then give birth to another fraudulent election. Well, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Uh, I know- We the
2: people are not gonna let it happen. So there you go. It's
1: more easy though, that they will probably manifest a third world war (laughs) because that's what is unfortunately happening now i've been talking about all these subjects here in volume nine of my confessions which i strongly recommend you read and it's of course also another way to support our show now these books are not simply books uh, that i'm promoting here because uh, these are books that you need You need because the information that you gather from these books, you're not going to find elsewhere. Simple, simple as that. Mm -hmm. The documents that you find in these books, you're not will find elsewhere. So, give it a try, and then uh, you can eventually criticize me. Uh, There is people who just openly criticize me because maybe they can't stand my accent, the fact that I'm not uh, American in the strictest sense. Listen, my friends, I. I'm here in America, legally, and I made this uh, really uh, the the point here getting to become American legally rather than all these millions of people that since I'm here in 2019 (laughs) have gone in front of me and are already American. You see, I am still here waiting to get my citizenship in the meantime. These people are granted a lot of things, Medicare, this, that, and all the other. They are given, uh, I mean, they give at times even uh, things that they will not give to me to illegal immigrants. So, I mean, it's it's obviously very wrong. But aside from that, uh, I think that the work that we are conducting here at the Leo Zagami show this year with Christy and me, Uh, We have explored the Illuminati during the whole course of 2023 with a whole series that you can still find on uh, (laughs) uh, YouTube, part of it also on Bandot Video, and uh, now we will continue with the news and Every now and then we will explore again the occult side of the Illuminati because uh, that's something we like to do. But uh, my interpretation, my analysis comes from my past experiences. That's why I used to be a staple of uh, Alex Jones' show up until not so long ago. Uh, But now it's becoming a little bit weird, the situation, because nobody wants to really listen to the entire truth of this sabbatian francus jesuit takeover there is a scenario which is conquered by the dividi et impera in which everybody is criticizing everybody else uh, and and, and thinking they know the ultimate truth well let me tell you guys also regarding for example what happened uh, in the last few days with davos things are changing and obviously, that's what made uh, Alex Soros uh, so so panicked about things. I mean, uh, did you see the articles like, for example, I'm going to show sure an article here from CNBC that tells us Alex Soros says a Trump win is a done deal for the Davos elite, but they're always wrong. Well, if they're always wrong, then that will also include his father, who used to be always part of the Davos elite from the very beginning. Yeah. So. That was 2024, most people there, the CEOs know that the Trump victory is good for business rather than Biden, rather than the Democrats, the Democrats who have not only destroyed the American way of life, but have destroyed entire companies who have gone woke and obviously they gone broke because that's what happens. Let me show you what the CEO Uh, the CEO of a very important company, which is JP Morgan, who used to be a democratic donor, said about Trump and MAGA on CNBC. I mean, it's kind of unprecedented. Check it out. Of course, this is a live panel conducted from Davos in Switzerland during this uh, uh, historic, I would say, Davos gathering. Historic because this is the first time I sense the fear really, in the eyes of the elite
5: oh. <laughs> I think it's a mistake to assume that everything's hunky dory, and you know and when stock markets are up, it 's kind of like this little drug we all feel, like it's just great, you know, but remember we 've had so much fiscal and monetary stimulation, so i 'm a little more on the cautious side that we are facing a lot of things in twenty twenty four or twenty five and we mentioned Ukraine, the terrorist activity in Israel, the Red Sea quantitative tightening, which I still question if we understand exactly how that works. I don't think we do, how QE actually worked, what the effect of negative, you know, zero rates was for all this time, Uh, and obviously the politics. And, And then the Ukrainian war is affecting oil, gas, food, migration. So you have all these very powerful forces that are going to be affecting us in 24 and 25. So if I was the government, I would be preparing for what I'm going to do about that, assuming things aren't good. And I just also want to point out, I, I wish the Democrats would think a little more carefully when they talk about MAGA, you know, and you, if you travel this country, you know, and the country's unbelievable. We took our bus trip this year and Leslie Picker was on Spokane and Bo- Boise and Bozeman. People are growing. They're hungry to grow. They're innovating. It's it's everywhere. It's not just Silicon Valley. So now.
1: Uh- this is important because it's like, these people are really not connected with middle America. They don't really know what happens. They only know New York, Los Angeles, their own Liptard cities. And it's like kind of a moment of reckoning uh, uh, what the CEO of JP Morgan had in his bus, uh, travel to Boise, Idaho,
5: <laughs> other world places. We've got this great hand, but when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting, and they're basically scapegoating them. That you are like him, uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He's kind of right about NATO. So now
1: this is quite incredible, eh? He's gonna actually say that he's is right about the things.
3: things. No, no, no. Check no. <laughs>
5: that. Kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, so he, China so ta- virus tax reform worked. Yeah. He was right about some of China. I don't. Th- I don't like no, what he did. No, no, I said
3: China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when
5: yeah. he may right, and I don't like how he said things about I know. Mexico. I don't like, but he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues, and that's why they're voting for him. And and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up also, here,
1: that is good because no, well. <laughs> I mean, this is important. We had. A president, a current president who insults Maga saying they're all Nazis. We have a vice president who goes on the view and says that all the people who follow Maga are crazies. At least this guy had the sensitivity and actually he's going to get embraced, surprisingly, by the panel, including the anchorman of CNBC who is on the left.
5: Listen. I always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump, you're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? hard to Trump? hate
6: 75 million of your fellow Americans. I, I agree. done quite criminal- a And, you oh, know, you the
5: Democrats it. have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, hugging not- on their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really— I, could we just stop that stuff and actually Thank grow you. up and treat other people yeah. respectfully? I, I didn't think election.
1: I could ever say that a JP know. Morgan CEO will actually uh, say something correct and lighten my day Thank with his words.
2: God, right, stop calling us names. Yeah.
5: And, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. I, right. I just and, really, I think
6: back to the $34 trillion that, that we got, because it, it seemed like. When rates were going up and we thought the Fed was going to keep going higher for longer, it, it looked like some of that was coming home to roost because the auctions weren't going well. It's like, wow, we, debt service is much more expensive. This is going to hurt. Suddenly, the pat answer is, wow, we're already through that. Rates are coming down again. So the $34 trillion suddenly is is OK again. And, and I don't think it works that way. Yeah,
5: I think people are making a mistake. I think it is going to come to bite. You know, that could be in three years or five years or seven years. I think it may very well bite in the markets way before that because the market makers don't have the capability, because the regulations don't have the capability to make markets like you used to. So we can easily handle it, but restricted by uh, all these rules. And you're absolutely correct. If my numbers are right, in 1980, debt to GDP was 35%. We spent 5% of the deficit to because of recession. Now debt to GDP is 100%. The debt, the the deficit, six percent, and it's in a boom time, and of course it feels pretty good because we spend all that money; it seems to be working. I think governments are starting to feel omnipotent, and central banks. I'd be much more cautious about that.
1: Well, I mean, uh, it was uh, kind of surprising to have this panel going on in Davos on CNBC, which is, of course, and let me straighten up here because some people might think that we have the. Vatican, uh, it's not. It's, it's the camera and the it's grand.
2: Cricket, though. No, well, it's not. No, but the Vatican is.
1: <laughs> ah, the Vatican is crooked. <laughs> okay, okay. So here we are uh, in Davos with uh, a lot of people who are openly saying that Trump will be the president, and this, this of course, doesn't go along well with Alex Soros and George Soros. Uh, and, and, and that's why we have uh, then uh, a lot of articles that came out in the last couple of days about uh, what uh, Alex Soros has said. I mean, uh, uh, the son of Joe Soros says uh, Trump won't disappear in t- uh, if he doesn't uh, end up in prison. But also, there is a lot in this article. If I manage to 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 to, to show you some of uh, of what it says uh, that seems interesting. Mm. Donald Trump owns the Republican Party, in something I like to call the Trump cycle, because I think even if, and I believe, if the constitu- institutions hold when he loses this election, he also be the Republican candidate in 2028, and maybe even 2032 as well, Alex Soros said. I mean, so this, what do you think of, 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 of what, are they scared? Because Alex Soros is the main backer of Barack Hussein Obama and the current uh, Biden administration. He has been a guy who has visited but, the White House more than anybody else in the last few uh, years since uh, Biden is in the White House.
2: But don't they have a plan? I mean, aren't they like just well, of utilizing course, uh, this messed uh, the, up plan? The
1: messed up plan is the greater reset. Oh, yeah. And the Great reset is about sending the whole system uh, to hell. So you telling so they can me that the left is new... fighting
2: their own thing that they put on us? No,
1: no. It's, it's. I think that in Davos, it's not a question of left and right. It's a question also of CEOs. Well, that would be nice. No, I think that mainly it's not a question.
2: It's been such a left and they right are, thing. <laughs> they are trying
1: to reconnect with people. They know that this growing populist movement can't be ignored. At the same time, though there is people who have openly criticized them. also the economy. Uh, I think that... Yeah, Maybe it's
2: because we're so broke and everybody but, is and so the companies, broke and it the, went down like so fast.
1: And, and, and the, the, the alternative, this uh, so-called green revolution doesn't really work. The electric cars are a complete failure. They are really a complete failure. This whole thing of the electric cars with Biden is a failure. Check it
2: President uh, Joe Biden is now uh, about to step up to the mic. He's getting ready to sign an executive order aiming for half of all new vehicles to be electric, fuel cell electric, or plug-in hybrid by the year 2030. It's part of the White House strategy to fight global warning.
3: When they make the first electric Corvette, I get to drive it. <laughs> right, Mary? You think I'm kidding, I'm not kidding. I, uh, you know, I, Mark. Uh, um, oh, no, you, know,
1: you are, kid, you are, you You in 2021, he was already confused.
3: Check this you out. Know, uh, I, uh, I uh, you know, uh, and uh, I, uh, I just want to be very straightforward. Uh, you know, uh, a future of the automobile industry that is electric. It's electric and, and uh, there's no turning back. This is a big deal. And that's what our Build Back Better plan is all about. You know, that's why today I'm signing an executive order setting out a target of fifty percent of all passenger vehicles sold by twenty thirty will be electric. But that's what we're gonna do as we as we roll out.
7: EV drivers won't be able to drive as far as well if the temperature is 20 or below, which is the case here in Chicago. There are different estimates on how ah, bad this can affect yeah, it. AAA really, says uh, the performance. Uh,
1: this year for the electric cars, the beginning of, uh, of 2024 has been the worst because it had demonstrated that the electric cars are not a feasible option when you have to do six, seven, eight hours queues in the cold you have to maintain the 20% minimum charge otherwise they end up uh, you end up being told uh, it's 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 just insane I
7: mean this decline is roughly 41% which means what was once a 100 mile journey will only be 59 miles drivers here in Oak Brook at this Tesla supercharging station say they're frustrated had to charge like multiple times every day the last couple days I had to like wait for like forty-five minutes for a charger and then I pull in, it doesn't work, and then I pull out and then someone else takes the next charger and then I had to wait again so it's
3: it's been a little frustrating. I was at 50% when I got here. Usually from 50 to like 80, 90% take like 10, 15 minutes. It's taking an hour and twenty minutes. It's just frozen and so I'm now getting it towed to the um Tesla Service Center because that's my only option at <laughs> this point
1: whoa what a bunch of idiots you deserve it i'm sorry if i say that but you deserve it you deserve you deserve it i mean go walk go broke go electric and definitely you go also broke and you waste a lot of time with something that is a bit of an utopia that doesn't have any consistency even with the science i mean you want to save the world destroying the world uh, to produce an electric car you have to really support uh, the biggest damage to our ecosystem because that's what they're doing you know Chunks of um, Amazon forest or whatever uh, to to get these rare minerals. I, I I think it's insane what they're doing with the electric cars. It needs to be stopped. Assuming... So they're
2: chopping down trees to make no. Them it's
1: money. not a question of chopping down trees. It's a question of chopping down parts of forests to then, uh, if there is uh, minerals, to extract those minerals. And this is done in various parts of the world so uh, with the great nature. And not only that, uh, often uh, to to have. Uh, these rare minerals that uh, are part of our mobile phones, of our uh, EVs and all that. They have to use also young children that go in this mine Mm -hmm. and stuff and and work in terrible conditions. I think really that uh, it's terrible uh, that uh, we are in this situation. And for this reason also, I think that Elon Musk... uh, it's a guy who, in a way, of course, is an asset for the conservative movement, but is also a very troubling one because uh, yes, he has been criticizing and supporting Jaber Millet's speech that now we're gonna go and check out in Davos, but and he's, you know, he's kind of like, uh, trying to build himself to be the archenemy of Klaus Schwab. But this antagonism with the guy who is actually producing electric cars, I, I don't know if it's, 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 it's coherent uh, and, and, and we need to, to be a little bit more coherent uh, and, and a bit more honest with ourselves. However, Javel Millet was and is uh, an economist before he became president of Argentina uh, just recently. He is a guy uh, known for his uh, extraordinary hairstyle. He is very much a Trumpian at heart. And he went to Davos to criticize their uh, collectivism and their BS. Uh, check this out. Of course, we will only be able to uh, broadcast a few parts of his speech because it's a rather long one.
6: Good afternoon. Thank you very much. Today I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger. And it is endangered because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. We're here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to The,
1: the incredible thing is that Klaus Schwab uh, who introduced him went uh, in front of the uh, of his audience uh, Klaus Schwab, the grandmaster of uh, uh, the Davos posse praising collectivism so he was doing exactly the, the opposite uh, uh, criticizing uh, their model, criticizing what is the model so for the first time they included, they tried to include some of the populist voices that are rising around the world, the voices that I uh, called the great reject uh, uh, here in Volume 7. So I must say that things are developing. I'm not saying it's a solution. I'm not saying that this uh, will uh, bring us uh, some uh, amazing changes in Davos because these people are only uh, working towards their ultimate goal, which is world domination through the use of AI by 2030, and of course, with the help of China. But uh, let's go through another passage of uh, Millet's uh,
6: speech. Neoclassicals is that the model they fell in love with does not map reality, so they put down their mistakes to supposed market failures, rather than reviewing the premises of the model.
1: Now, what uh, Millet is talking about is the fact that Argentina In the last hundred years because of embracing that kind of more socialist idea has become from one of the richest country in the world because Argentina was one of the regions one of the poorest countries in the world with an economy in cost in a hundred years they ruined everything Mm. but it took only a few decades until they started to have the crisis that both already to to a very heavy crisis Uh, I'm talking about 20 years ago but uh, more than 20 years ago 25-24 years ago but now things are being transformed by Millet who of course wants to uh, test uh, a new way for capitalism in his speech just to be synthetic so you don't have to listen to the whole thing he's of course praising capitalism rather than this new collectivism, socialism, uh, let's share everything and uh, which basically in the end always ends up putting an elite in charge of the majority of people, the elite eats the lobster, has a great uh, time eating caviar and other fancy foods while we are supposed to eat the bugs. Mm
6: For the pretext of a supposed market failure, regulations are introduced which only create distortions in the price uh, system, um, prevent economic calculus, and therefore also prevent saving investment and growth. This problem lies mainly in the fact that not even supposedly libertarian economists understand what the market is, because if they did understand, it would quickly be seen that it's impossible for that to be something along the lines of Market failures. The market is not a mere graph describing a curve of supply and demand. The market is a mechanism of social cooperation where you voluntarily exchange ownership rights. Therefore, based on this definition, talking about a market failure is an oxymoron.
1: So, very heavy criticism towards uh, uh, what uh, Klaus Schwab and his uh, uh, Posse is actually proposing there at Davos uh, uh, and it was quite funny to see also Schwab introducing Millet. Oh, no, yeah, you made it and you are president of Argentina. Yeah, <laughs> Argentina, you know, is a favorite for the Nazis because between Argentina and Chile, they all went there after the war. <laughs> so it's like, it's a favorite. But uh, this is what is happening here. There is been some internal opposition ventilated within davos and most of the people in davos the current ceos of the various companies realize that if they have to be honest with themselves trump will be the next president so they have to prepare to deal with it i mean trump was a guy that uh, when he was president he went there uh, he wasn't scared of confronting himself with the davos elite so let's see what happens of course uh, the third world war will be together with a possible disease x uh, another way of uh, getting uh, the whole elections if not cancelled maybe suspended who knows what is happening in the last few hours in iraq and in the middle east in the last few days you have to understand that there is basis that have been attacked and that we know nothing about there is people killed, even in Kuwait, in Iraq, in bases, American bases. Now, today, they have to admit that something is happening. Ballistic missiles have been used in huge strike on US base in Iraq, uh, injuring, uh, injuring uh, several. I mean, uh, there has been basically uh, the the base, uh, American base. This is, of course, from Reuters, uh, has been hit by ballistic missiles. But uh, they also left the possibility that might have been struck by rockets. In any case, there have been multiple injuries. There has been uh, people. Uh, I mean, the situation. Uh, it's, it's, it's 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 basically we are in a third world war. We are already in a third world war. So it's like they are trying to cover it up. But I asked
2: him that yesterday yeah. because I was watching the Italian news. Yes. And- um, I was like, are we in World War III now? Because they were talking because when I watch the American, American news, I don't hear any of this but then when yes. I go on the Italian side, yeah. I hear all of it and then I asked him, I said, what's going on? No, I mean, the, the, crazy thing what? is, the crazy thing
1: <laughs> is that if you want to get uh, some news about the third world war here, possibly you go to Alice Jones and Infowars uh, but uh, when it comes to Europe, you just need to put on any channel like I do and they're not uh, you know, uh, regarded as conspiracy channels, that's simply the mainstream news that is openly talking about what is uh, developing in the Middle East in a more open way than here in the US. Here in the US, uh, it seems like uh, there is uh, mainstream news the that likes has. and talks about rubbish talks about things that are completely uh, the weather, climate change, the weather is so cold, so climate change, let's buy another electric vehicle, but the electric vehicle doesn't work, so what should we do? Um, Rocket barrage, U.S. troops suffer traumatic brain injuries after Iraqi air bases hit by missiles from Iranian-backed militants. Uh, several u.s personnel are undergoing evaluation for traumatic brain injuries after multiple missiles and rockets but this is not the only front we know that you know we we have of course uh, the whole uh, iraq syria but then you have the the houthis the new uh, red uh, Red sea front another thing that they haven't told you it seems like nobody is talking about it here in america but it's very important uh, is that the Houthi rebels that fortunately Biden has included once again into the terrorist list, I don't know, he took them away from the terrorist list for humanitarian purposes so he could send them more weapons so they could fight us. That's what he did. In any case, this crook uh, who is in the White House and is playing with uh, with fire and doesn't know what he's doing, is uh, manipulated behind the scenes that a military in that complex that of course now wants to also uh, w- wants to also protect the ships that are passing through the Red Sea but at the same time what is happening here is that the Houthis have officially announced that all the Chinese and Russian ships will be able to pass the Red Sea no problem. So this is this is heavy guys and I'm afraid that uh, n- n- nobody's talking about it. I repeat, the Houthis have announced that all Chinese and Russian ships can tranquilly pass through that part. So what does
2: that mean exactly?
1: That 15%, uh, almost 20% of our economy, even American economy, everything that we get on this table and everything that we order through uh, Amazon, everything comes from that part of sea and is blocked. And once it's blocked and the Americans don't seem to be able to protect the ships I mean, how is this possible? They, the only way that uh, basically prostate general there uh, with a finger in his ass uh, now he's out of the hospital uh, has, uh, who has ordered the attacks while he was in hospital uh, being operated for a prostate uh, what is probably prostate cancer. Uh, now, the situation is very clear. Uh, we have some incompetent people at the White House who have obviously sold our country we see that uh, in the last few weeks is a lot of discussion regarding the big chinese you know firms and billionaires buying more and more land in the u.s and nobody's opposing it this is also something that's that, really
2: disturbing this yeah. that is
1: really disturbing but i repeat now Russia and china who have already created a lot of problems well, russia in particular because from uh, you know the the, the, the the whole uh, war with Ukraine has basically stopped the export or at least make it very difficult for one of the larger uh, reservoirs of grain in the world and then also pesticides uh, that came from there. You remember all that problem with the pesticides. Mm-hmm. And, and now we have the another front, the Red Sea, in which China and Russia will be able to transport. So we're back to the pirates, pirate days here. Because nobody's safe anymore. In and any- what about
5: those
2: Navy SEALs?
1: Yes, there is a uh, problem. Uh, apparently, also, two Navy SEALs uh, have uh, disappeared. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. And they is-,
2: think, is it pirates that got them?
1: I mean, the pirates are, of course, uh, uh, backed by Iran. Let's not forget that all oh, this is backed by Iran. The, 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 the actual weapons that the Houthis are using are Russian. So this is another proxy war. This is a third world war already in motion. And now we have the confirmation today that this third world war will probably go to the next stage when a senior NATO official uh, says there, basically there will be a hot war with Russia uh, between NATO, NATO and Russia.
2: So no more cold war, guys.
1: So it's not going to be a cold war. The uh, Admiral Rob Bauer, chairman of NATO's military committee told reporters, following a meeting of NATO defense chiefs in Brussels, the governments need to start putting preparations in place and that civilians will need to be mobilized on a large scale. What? yes and not only that we had in the past few weeks what uh, what uh, sweden has been preparing sweden who has just joined nato has in 300 years didn't have a war because sweden was capable of not joining the second world war and the nazis even had to pay the train ticket to invade norway that was a unique thing that uh, because Sweden has always been at the center of the most powerful Masonic lobby in Northern Europe, at the it head of right. the Swedish right. But uh, the chairman uh, of, uh, of the military coming, Admiral Rob Bauer, and what he said is, is, is a very interesting. Uh,
3: the realization that yes. not everything is planable, not everything is going to be honky dory in the next 20 years. Okay. I'm not saying it is going wrong tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but we have to realize it's not a given that we are in peace. And that's why we have the plans. That's why we are preparing for a conflict with uh, with Russia and the terror groups, if it comes to it, if they attack us, we're not seeking any conflict.
1: Okay, so. Here uh, we have somebody who said uh, we're not seeing any conflict, but in, in the end, NATO was the one that instigated, unfortunately, this conflict from 2014 with the coup d'etat and later on uh, the, the what happened in Donbass region and ultimately uh, forcing uh, basically Vladimir Putin to take action because of uh, what he perceived as a threat, uh, disrespecting what uh, were the deals that were done previously, even after the end of the Soviet Union by the West and Russia that that basically said, okay, you can uh, uh, pick up countries like uh, you know Poland and all the others, uh, Hungary, and all the, but in the end, uh, Romania that used to be under the sphere of control of the Soviet Union because they didn't have that power anymore to keep them under the, their control. But, Ukraine was always an in-between land. The truth about Ukraine is actually written in my book, Volume 9, how they artificially created the state of Ukraine that didn't exist, a place called borderland, basically. Uh, So I would suggest Volume 9 to understand more about how the Ukrainian identity was created by various secret societies. And, and, And now we have Zelensky who is uh, the CEO of Lost Causes in Davos, (laughs) selling something that nobody wants to buy, but everybody's forced to buy. Why? Because... uh, why do
2: they like him so much? No,
1: because they know that by continuing with this whole farce, they will push people towards the Great Reset. No oil, no gas. I mean... The, the way that uh, you know uh, russia has uh, uh, was forced they even bombed a pipeline uh, that was uh, uh, in the middle of the sea uh, pipeline that went to germany the situation is of course deteriorating very fast in this uh, third war scenario and at the same time we have uh, those uh, CEOs who don't think about the real problems of the world. The problems of the world for them is uh, uh, inclusivity, equity, uh, dancing in drag. The CEO of United Airlines uh, is uh, uh, present in uh, this uh, video, arriving with a motorcycle and then dancing around. Here he is. Now you're going to see the CEO, I repeat, of United Airlines.
2: Oh,
1: my gosh. Here he is.
2: What a rock star, yo. No,
1: well, <laughs> he's, a dra- he's a drag queen. <laughs> and now he's going to dance with his pals. Oh,
3: my gosh. <laughs>
1: no, no, I mean, this is, I mean, uh, this guy seems to like uh, these kind of things. I mean, this is the CEO of United Airlines. Oh, uh, 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 quite an important company, but uh, check him out in front here of uh, this Uh, stage. Here is still him. Uh, Check this.
0: this. I
1: I think uh, that is obvious uh, that this is a very sick word. uh, uh, the fact that now we have uh, airplane companies that uh, have more and more accidents in the air, uh, they, they, they basically go on fire in midair, they have all kinds of problems, they lose parts. For him, the main thing, the guy who you're seeing here in front of uh, all the others, the CEO of uh, United Airlines is uh, really um, into promoting drag, and in in, in, in me and Christy had a direct experience with uh, with a <gasps> drag
0: queen in in, uh, in, in an airport. <laughs> Here, go. So we were um,
2: leaving. We were in London, and we were. I think we were leaving mm-hmm. with our bags to go. Like, just yes. take our bags mm-hmm. out, and a transvestite stopped him and guy. It him. was not
1: hostess, though. It uh, was a, uh, from head Yeah, it was company. like.
2: Yeah, she was tall. She was taller than me, and I'm mm. 5'11". <laughs> She's yeah. taller than him, and he's 6'1". Okay. So um, she was tall, and she, and she was intimidating, and she got in his face. And what did you do anyway? I forgot. I don't
3: know. I mean,
1: she like said, he...
2: you better do this and that or else. <laughs> she,
1: she acted like a complete Nazi in the middle of, of what, what was it, Heathrow Airport? Yeah. I was i was outraged by this whole thing and that is your typical if that's your typical drag queen in uh, working in uh, for an airplane company it's not a good sign i don't know then you have pilots now in drag and all that uh ceo of united airlines like bruce Kodish, says here in the chat definitely appears to be mentally ill but th- that's, that's the not problem everybody
2: though a lot of
1: people <laughs> are mentally ill these days i mean watch him is just uh, like
2: no, but they just act like this and they think it's normal. It's normal. It's not.
1: Definitely not. It's
2: definitely not. I don't think men should wear dresses. I really don't. I don't think men should wear makeup. I think it's okay for women to wear makeup and they can wear as much as they want whenever they mm. want. But um, men, mm. I don't think they should wear makeup. So
1: <laughs> Before Bill Gates arrived in Davos to encourage everybody to embrace... Uh, of course, uh, mRNA, vaccine, all that bullshit. Uh, huh? uh, he went to Italy to meet the Italian president who is a mafioso. There he is. Hi. Hi, Paul. Nice. Great to meet you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Bill Gates, uh, uh, this guy, of course, is one of the major players in Davos. Uh, and uh, he is, uh, of course, uh, everybody seems to be getting closer to Italy lately. We have Elon Musk, who is often there. We had the Jeff Bezos, who was eating a pizza the other day in Milan. Mm-hmm. And Bill Gates, uh, you know, they, they there is a lot of interest towards Italy mainly because italy is the port of entry for this invasion of europe that they are sponsoring and they are permitting and even uh, even meloni's government is not stopping the invasion uh, it's, you it's, said it though people believed in, in georgia i said it from the beginning when they invited me in i said this is you are believing in fairy tales uh, georgia meloni is uh, uh, it's like um, it's like a rhino, it's just like a Nikki Haley. Uh, talking about Nikki Haley, she is definitely a rhino and the worst kind of person. Uh, what do you I, think
2: about Vivek?
1: I said there is two possibilities here uh, for the vice presidency. One is Vivek Ramazami and the other one is Tucker Carlson. But uh, let me show you Ooh. what Trump has said about the non-possibility for Nikki Haley. He completely rejected, of course, Nikki Haley, because Nikki Haley has said things that are simply too much. I mean, you can participate in a primary, but uh, Trump said that uh, he said basically the record straight on Nikki Haley. So let's check this out.
3: Presidential timber. Now, when I say that, that probably means that she's not going to be chosen as the vice president. Do you, agree? you know, you can go. Now, you can go, you can go, and you can say certain things, you know, I don't like them, and, and this, but when you say certain things, it sort of takes them out of play, right? I can't say, she's not of the timber to be, of I, and then say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to announce that I've picked, do you understand? But that's the way it is, okay. Tell it like it is, tell it like it is.
1: it is: we have a lot of people who are Trump haters, and we have a lot of people who have been disappointed by Trump.
2: Why don't Uh, you just change the channel? No, 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 but I mean, (laughs) I understand
1: the the fact that Trump has disappointed us when it came to that whole thing with the vaccines. A lot of people were disappointed. But uh, he himself was actually brought for a ride by all those people, they forced him and uh, they they kind of directed him to do things that he shouldn't have done. Now, let's forget all that. Trump is the only president who the system is proving again and again to hate, sending the system in in a crisis. I'm not saying he is perfect, Mm -mm. but he is the person that we need today, and that's why we're going to consult the oracle of Trump today. Here we go.
3: Tomorrow they will say, Donald Trump rants and raves at the press. I'm not
1: ranting and raving. I'm just telling you, you know, you're dishonest people. <laughs> dishonest, completely <laughs> dishonest. The press has always been, unfortunately, dishonest. No, I mean,
2: there's no other choice, so... There's uh, no
1: other choice, you guys.
2: And just... he already, I mean, like, when we were, when we he was president, and we had first come here in 2019, and we were driving around the country because we could afford it. Uh, you can't afford to drive around the country anymore. And so we haven't gone anywhere <laughs> ever since Biden's become president. But when Trump was president, everything seemed to be so much better. Everything is like three times the price. I mean, I, I buy flour and it started at $30 mm. and then it went, it went slowly and went up. I the, watched that, it go that, and now it's at 70 for the flour that the, I buy. The most
1: crazy thing happened the other day. I went into uh, Trader Joe to buy some olive oil I like from Italy. It was an olive oil that it was surprisingly sold for a good price until a month ago, at five ninety nine. Now, suddenly, it was a ten ninety nine. So <laughs> I go to the cashier and I say, "This olive oil is now five dollars more." I mean, it's like an increase of fifty percent. Yeah, and he said, like overnight. "Oh." The problem is been the fires in Italy. I said I come from Italy. There is no fires. It's a bunch of crooks. And either is you who are stealing and putting the money in your pocket, or either it's the Italians here. I said, but somebody is because this olive was five ninety nine. Now it's ten ninety nine. The fires in Italy. I mean, guys, yeah, when I when I heard that, I just laughed in his face. I'm sorry because. You
2: huh? can, you have the accent
1: By the way, the manager was a fan of mine
2: yeah. Joe, so
1: that, that, that's a good point But I mean uh, this uh...
2: A traitor, chosen <laughs>
1: <laughs> In any case, let's move further With more news Don Jr. speculates on Trump's VAP picks And says Tucker Carlson Is a
5: realistic possibility Running with Ron DeSantis I asked him that question over the summer And he didn't rule it out could you see Ron DeSantis? Hey, how, how do you?
7: It's hard, you know. They, they, people do that. Like, you know, I, I, I would do whatever I could to make sure it wasn't Nikki Haley. But, uh, you know, but like a Ron DeSantis, could I see? You're never going to rule out someone that is, you know, a leading contender. It doesn't mean that's who you go with. I could see other people. That would be great. I'd love to see, you know, a JD Vance. I'd love to see a Tucker Carlson. I'd love to see, you know, people who are just principally, uh, you know, in alignment as well as like aggressive. I, you, you actually need a fighter. The Republicans in Washington, D.C. are weak. You can have the House, the Senate, and they'll still roll over. It doesn't Don, matter. is
0: your dad serious uh, about Tucker Carlson? Are those, are those rumors serious?
7: I would imagine. You know, listen, that's clearly, it would be on the table, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're very friendly. I think they agree on virtually all of these things. They certainly agree on stopping the never-ending wars. Uh, and so, you know, I, I would love to see that happen. And, you know, that, that would certainly be a contender.
0: Ben Carson, those rumors legit?
7: Ben's great. I mean, what, what a what a great uh, what a great American! Someone who was just steadfast and loyal throughout all of the insanity of the last years. You know, I, I'd love to see that. And you know, they, Ben's almost too nice for politics. <laughs> that, that may be the only problem. Can you withstand uh, the insanity that's in there? Just, but uh, I'd love to see a Ben Carson in there.
5: That might be a good thing. Uh, but no way, Nikki Haley.
7: Well, that, that's my opinion. I, I don't make these decisions, but I, I I don't think that's currently really on the table.
1: I think uh, that Trump then uh, made it very clear that Nikki Haley is out. I think uh, Nikki Haley's future will be like uh, uh, Chris Christie, typical uh, uh, former governor that ends up uh, being a commentator on ABC or CNN. Uh, I mean, uh, recently I even saw Mike Pence being a commentator on on CNN. I mean, just, just, I don't know, man. Mike Pence. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that any but it would be better, Mike Pence, especially uh, the way he behaved at the end of his vice presidency.
2: The the Americans people might distrust Tucker more.
1: But I think that, like right, uh, like somebody has pointed out here in our chat the live, and I want to thank all the people who are, of course, bringing forward the discussions here on the chats, have the various channels. I think Carson is a very important voice uh, that needs to be kept uh, within the frame of journalism, before uh, the frame of politics. I think that uh, uh, that is possible, but it's still something. We have you. Well, I, I mean, uh, like, uh, like, like you know. You're not in the mainstream. I, 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 I'm not. <laughs> You're in, on the
2: fringe. <laughs> I'm very, I'm
1: very fringe. I'm very fringe, especially since uh, these days. Uh, uh, the, the voice of uh, of reason at that time because I try to be also a voice of reason uh, especially yeah. before so the like 6th in of so January many, 2021 In so
2: many situations, not just on this show, he is the voice of reason in just situations when he goes out and meets with crazy people, he is the voice of reason things happen, you know, we're in a crazy state. And so things happen all the time, but you know, you always, you don't react and you you keep your cool. And he's the one guy that always keeps his cool. And I'm so proud of you. I really am. I'm I'm so proud of you. I try, I try,
1: I try, I try. And (laughs) And God's
2: proud of you too.
1: So, so, uh, so I hope that in the future, of course, uh, I will be able to, uh, I uh, give you the good news that uh, I am. Oh, you will, Amore. It's citizen. projecting
2: when you do that. No, you no have I'm to...
1: not projecting. I'm just... No,
2: you just say, I don't hope I will. He's going to be I American will. I
1: will. I will. I will. very shortly. So. Probably I'm going <laughs> to have to wait for the Ram to the way out, but I don't know. No, you and won't. In any case, uh, uh, during the World Economic Forum, another important figure who has even been deemed by some the goddess of the WEF is. Uh, uh, Ursula von der Leyen, uh, head of the European Union, uh, uh, she is basically um, well, very evil woman, uh, kind of stepped in after Angela Merkel stepped out of the scene almost in substitution. you, know, you need a strong German woman, yeah and uh, and, 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 and it's been German yess <laughs> yes, very, very Deutsch, very German. Um, and and he is basically Ursula uh, von der Leyen the uh, president of the European Commission and she went to the World Economic Forum to actually deliver a speech. So, I mean, Europe is so corrupt that they even have the head, basically, of the EU giving a speech there and and, and it's, it's, I, I find it, I find this whole thing totally outrageous but uh, that's what happened europe is a lost cause guys i mean uh, if you have a european passport of sorts uh, you should find yourself a solution because uh, if there is a new disease x or there is another increase in the war uh, especially in ukraine i mean europe is going to have major problems Uh, that's for sure and we have seen how europe is like somebody's pointed out here in the chat on a suicide march at the same time we have seen in the last week um Thousands, even hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of uh, German tractors coming into Berlin, occupying Berlin, uh, because uh, they, they they are fed up with all these rules and regulation given by the EU, which are starting to affect also the German economy, and so the the, the Germans. Uh, are kind of doing their forconi, let's say. Oh, they, yeah? Yes, they're they doing their pitchfork revolution. They went into Berlin this week. And uh, at the same time, though, we see that parties like uh, that have ruled for decades, like the Christian Democrats uh, that Angela Merkel used to lead, and now uh, we have... Uh, other leaders that uh, like Scholz, uh, who is starting to see the rise of Alternative for Deutschland, the first right-wing party to enter parliament after the Second World War, that is now risking to become the first party in Germany. And when that happens, it's almost like your right hand goes up because you remember what happened the last time. I mean, Germany is on a path to bring back oh, no. the old school Nazism, which is National Socialism. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty clear where all this is going. Um, the fact that they continue to support with their panzers and with their money and everything the war in Ukraine, which is basically a Nazi war. It is a war conducted by Nazis. The Zelensky is the head of a bunch of Nazis. Uh, you can criticize Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin for many things. But on this point, he's absolutely honest. He uh, and of course uh, uh, Lavrov, his foreign minister, have always said they're fighting a war against Nazis. They are Nazis. They are the heirs to Nazism. And this is something also that has to do with the weakness of the Jewish community in uh, present-day Ukraine. Uh, Let's remember that Sabbatian Frankism was, uh, Sabbatians were born in Turkey. But Frankism, which is uh, uh, the follow-up uh, for those who know the story of uh, the sabatian frankist heretical mo- movement, uh, Jacob Frank was basically born in, in present-day Ukraine. You can know more about it here in Volume 9. And uh, just like Madame Blavatsky, who was, whose mentor was Max Théon, another Sabatian-Frankist, the Sabatian-Frankist, the very in, strong... Think. Yes, she was born in Dnipro, Ukraine, Madame Blavatsky. The, the Sabbatian Frankists have a very strong movement, these heretics from uh, that have uh, influenced in the most in the worst way possible Judaism. Now another thing that I want to clear up though today before The end of the show is, uh, of course, uh, what has happened with these tunnels, uh, uh, these tunnels uh, under the headquarters of the uh, Chabad Lubavitch headquarters in New York. There's been a lot of talk about it. So what I did, I went to a dear friend of mine who knows uh, the Chabad organization very well, and I asked him some delucidation. I said, what are they doing? Now, I want to show you this video. This uh, is a, a rather new video about these tunnels under the Chabad head headquarters. So you have an idea because it is pretty impressive. From a couple of days ago when we explored tunnels underneath of an abandoned synagogue in New York. What I didn't show you is everything inside of the synagogue. They had a daycare inside of the basement. A room full of TVs and recording equipment. This very scary looking room.
3: A massive auditorium. And a
2: cafeteria. A Star of David on the ceiling.
1: These tunnels created a big uh, big problem because they were apparently dug by these young members of the Chabad, uh, of the Lubavitcher community and so there was then a big tension that brought to several arrests, I think nine people were arrested, in any case there was a squabble between uh, these uh, younger people who are messianic, who believe uh, that the Messiah is uh, here. And uh, the, 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 this is the article that I was pointed out, and it seems to be an article that, because there is a lot of speculations, you know, and there is, of course, this famous anti Semitism. It's obvious, no? this Mm -hmm. whole thing. I mean, what are the Jews doing in their tunnels and all that? It becomes a very easy way to attack after the Jewish community. So we wanted to bring some clarity today. So it says, so why were those uh, yeshiva students digging a tunnel at Chabad headquarters? The uh, fracas reveals deep beliefs in the Rubiovice community between officials and those who see the Bebe as the Messiah. Okay, please read this.
2: From where they start, yes. A near riot and nine arrests at uh, headquarters are bringing attention to deep rifts between chabad officials and those who openly believe their late rabbi Rabbi is Rabbi is the Messiah. The fracas Monday at 770 East Parkway in the Crown Heights section of Brooklyn began when a cement truck arrived to fill in a tunnel dug by a group of Messianic Yehiva students who believe in the imminent return of the movement's late leader, Rabbi Mendel Schneerson. The passageway was apparently used to dump debris from an unauthorized expansion of the synagogue onto an unused property next door. Once they realized the tunnel was being filled in, the black-headed young men tore down the wooden panels exposing the tunnel. The Associated Press reported Tuesday that nine people between the ages of 19 and 22 were arrested with another three charged with disorderly conduct. Chabad spokesperson Rabbi Mati Seligson said that the building was closed pending a structural safety review. Seligson described the vandals as extremist students who broke, broke through the walls from the synagogue at Chabad headquarters to create unauthorized access to adjacent properties. Selvin Hernandez, the owner of the cement truck that pulled up to the site, said a dozen of the young men surrounded it and took parts off of it, including a clamp. His workers at Eagle Pumping Corp are scared, he said, and don't want to go over there no more. The group of messianics known by the Yiddish term, how do you say it? Have congregated in the synagogue in the building's basement for years. Many are from Israel, but they are not permitted upstairs where the organization's officials' offices are located.
1: So here are the theories on why they died. Precisely why they began to dig the passage away is unclear, even to the, the people who have written this article for Forward, which is a Jewish independent nonprofit publication. But one member of the community, Mendel G., who for fear of retribution agreed to speak only in his full last name, if if his full last name had not uh, been used, said the town of were trying to bring to fruition an expansion of this synagogue that Shenelson himself had endorsed. He noted that the Rebbe, uh, 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 as Shenelson is known, had placed his ceremonial, which Rebbe, is is, uh, even more statue is like a super teacher you know in the oh. uh, and and basically basically and financial strain regulation and fighting following channels in 1994 that stole the project so this is basically what they say is behind it uh, we of course understand that uh, you know in fact there were some tweets here um, that you can read.
2: Uh, Also, yes, the students involved were messianic, but that that doesn't mean that they had messianic aims. There were certainly others in the building who approved of what they did when they learned about it, and evidently far more who disapproved.
1: This is basically the digital reconstruction of the passage in question, then opened up, and then you can see where the tunnel entrance is from behind inside the and, and, and this, of course, is to give you a uh, brief idea uh, with this article of what at the least seems to be the official explanation, but it's probably more clear than other explanations that were given up until now. Uh, of course, then we have the conspiracy theorists. The conspiracy theorists would never give up anti-Semitism who are talking about all kinds of sacrifices going on in those tunnels uh, blood being sucked and all kinds of things now i think that we need to focus on the reality of this whole story rather than these mad conspiracy theories that seem to always affect the jewish community and inevitably are used by the, the muslims and other factions that are especially these days what's going on in gaza because we know is a tragedy what's going on in Gaza. Thousands of people have died until now, but let's never forget uh, how this whole thing started. And probably it was also permitted. There is definitely Sabatine and Frankish conspiracy within the Jewish government at the moment. But definitely uh, Netanyahu doesn't want to, to have two states, meaning the birth of a Palestinian state, simply because another arab states with all the arab states they already have surrounding them it's not probably for them a good idea security wise we're talking about also a very small country let's not forget that and however gaza is fueled with hate fueled with terrorists from a very young age that's why you have a lot of young people dying let's not forget that but also we have people dying soldiers jewish Hit by friendly fire, almost twenty of them hit by friendly fire it means that they are a bunch of idiots giving the orders. So this is also
2: and those hostages too. And then we
1: have the hostages that are that constantly it's heartbreaking itself, to see them alive. Then they kill them. Then they, 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 we have others we don't even know if they're alive or not. And all this, uh, of course, uh, is heartbreaking for all uh, their families. And in uh, this ongoing, uh, I mean, situation struggle which is expanding from Eastern, uh, gradually is uh, setting on fire the whole of the Middle East, but' it's, like we explained earlier, part uh, of this uh, uh, third world war, which is of course, expanding on various fronts. And we hope that Trump will be able, to, uh, to, in some way, uh
2: He's bring... got such a big mess to clean up.
1: Yes, definitely a very, very big He's mess. He's never going to sleep. We have uh, uh, already those who are building some end-of-the-world bunkers in all this. And for the first time, there is actually an affordable one for $2 million. Now, affordable, of course. I can't afford it, but if there is... A group of people who want to put some money together. Uh, this uh, bunker, I think, 35 minutes from Kansas City. It is definitely a very interesting option, and I mean, it, it is a quite big one. I mean,
2: two You're million. Still in Missouri, though.
1: It is. uh <laughs> Just No, I think <laughs> that actually. I mean, I've been in Missouri. I've been to Kansas City. I I find it actually quite a nice city, but. Uh, the 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 the, the, check out the this uh i just had a bad
2: impression of st louis when i went through it like in the 90s it was very it was very bad like yeah yeah but i'm sure it's different now maybe it's not who knows i haven't been back
0: (laughs) yeah i've been back for a while (laughs) eh?
1: so you don't know trying to find here if if i manage Uh, i seem to have some problem Uh, I, i had the video uh of this uh
2: i don't like my own state i'm living in right now either and i don't really like most of the states i lived in mm. <laughs> like yeah that, states.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's true that's that's true here is the banker you can purchase except for new york
2: i always love new york i don't in
1: beautiful polo missouri here we go guys two million dollars i love make, new york let's put the money together no, 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 not a otherwise They're, right. They're going to plug us for, for copyright issues. This is the, 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 the bank. I mean, $2 million. Look what you get, though. I mean, look. I
2: don't want to look at this bunker. No, no, no.
1: I think it's very... I'm going to
2: be up with the poor people. And just no, no, but this, the this is... Listen, listen, <laughs>
1: listen, most bankers are on sale for over $20 million. I just feel like a, God watch will how protect. big it is.
2: I don't need a bunker. God will protect. Well, me. we
1: need a bunker. This is a very good bunker. I, I, I don't I, need a bunker. I, I think for two million, no, for two million, you I got a the, I, I got the
2: armor of God around me, not a bunker. Okay,
1: okay, okay. But I think that this kind of bunker, affordable bunker, two million is an affordable price. You put uh, together twenty people with a hundred thousand. I mean, here we're talking about ten thousand square meters. It's very big. It's very big.
2: I don't care it's...
1: I mean it, I, I think that it, it is
2: I guess you're gonna be going and living in a bunker and I'll be just carrying the armor of God around me
1: well, and just... <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't carry the armor of God I'm just saying that it is definitely a, a nice place for this kind of price for uh,
2: well, we
1: don't have $2 million. No. Uh, we no. barely
2: get donations for this show. Yeah. Sponsors, <laughs> I, so, <whatever>. I, know. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. I know. I know. But I just wanted to, of course, uh, bring you...
0: Uh, uh yeah, we got the microphone for a second. so was switched up. But
1: I, I, I think that it is uh, not a bad idea to be ready.
2: Well, maybe I have to warm up to it because I had... To, actually, I had to warm up to Donald Donald mm. Trump because when he first approached me with Donald Trump, I laughed.
1: When I approached uh, Yeah, because,
2: like, way back in... When was that, 2007? You started talking about Donald Trump. And I laughed because I'm from New York. And in New York, we all had to hear about Donald in the tabloids mm. all through the 80s. Mm. And he had, like, <clears throat> this rapport in New York. And so, I mean... I didn't didn't have any feelings for him. I just didn't see him as president, you know. And then when you said that, I was like, no way. Donald Trump is never going to be president. And then he said he's a businessman and he will take care of this country like a business. And that's what this country needs. And so, you know, he was right. And so now I'm a firm supporter. I didn't really like what was going on during the pandemic. And I won't talk about it. But, um, yeah, just that stuff kind of threw me off. But then you know I was I was thrown off, but then I got back on, and I was like, yeah, he's you know he really loves America, and um and you can see that. So there's mean, hardly anybody that really, really in the government in the political I mean, area that really loves America, and you can see that he really loves. Absolutely. America. And with, he's dedicated.
1: With the armor of God, uh, we can. Uh, I mean, we're not gonna probably have a bank we No, we're
2: not. Uh,
1: we're not gonna have a banquet, but uh, we, we, and, we we, 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 and we don't care. And we don't. Uh, we, we don't care. We care, though, about uh, you and we suggest that you purchase these books because uh, especially uh, in volume 7, but also in volume 9, there is suggestions on how to proceed and prepare without purchasing a bank necessarily, but in alternative mm-hmm. uh, Oh, we're definitely
2: prepared. We mm-hmm. are prepared. We don't sit here just with that. I mean, we are prepared to.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely. We, we, we have to be prepared, at least to a certain extent.
2: We're not going to be like, leave the world behind. You know, you're yes. like, Ugh. I don't even look at my I don't. I, I put down my, my phone and I don't look at it anymore. I don't go on social media anymore. I gave it all up, finally. So 2024, I have a clean slate, no social media. I'm just starting.
1: Uh, in the meantime, just to close down with this uh, image of one of the first arrests made by uh, Governor Abbott's agents in Texas, uh, which is starting to, you know, uh, he, he's, he's ordering his own to, to arrest these uh, illegal immigrants which are flooding the country. And, 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 and they are creating, of course, uh, a nightmare for our system. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm trying to do it the legal way. But so many of these people are not, and it's becoming really a big injustice for people like. And
2: even for you know yeah for immigrants that have come here legally because Americans are we've noticed are being like against immigrants now in general, and so like if you have an accent you're not American you know, and it's just fucked up. That,
1: that is a little bit weird because. Uh, Especially if you are in California, having somebody who uh, insults you, say you're not even American uh, because of your accent. You can't even speak this English. This is a melting
2: uh, pot. We're all uh, from it, different places. You
1: see the fakeness, really, of these democrats here. You know? And I had it uh, on me, this experience.
2: So, mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, it's just really, it's disgraceful. Yeah. And
1: I'm ashamed of that person. But what can you do? Uh, Today's show, of course, was dedicated to Davos' Satanic Occult Agenda. And for this reason, I will also suggest that you get Volume 7 in particular, because here you have also the Pact of the Catacombs that has laid out that connection between the Vatican and Klaus Schwab, which you will know all about if you have read Volume Seven, because there is a connection. That's why we opened up with the blessing of Pope Francis to Davos, but it's nothing new because the mentor of uh, of, of Pope Francis was actually the mentor of Klaus Schwab. He was known as the Red Bishop, Bishop Camara from South America. So. I want to thank all those people who oh, have uh, followed you. us today, Rambo wants to well, join no, us. I
2: think
1: think so. we'll <laughs> let's make the sponsors,
2: okay, the sponsors. so Bruce Kodish and and Paul Tenoso, and Andrea Martin, thank you now, very much.
1: for our sponsors, we offer an applause and it's a sincere applause, so here we go with the applause. Thank you. here we are bee. with rambo
2: i started giving him bee propolis and mm. he is being so good he's running around yes. and he's got really bright eyes hey, he wants to are you doing out. good you hungry he has to have all kinds of holistic oh.
1: things <laughs> okay i hope you enjoyed the show today guys okay. we see you next week and of course uh, we cannot to oh. terminate the show without a great dance. Oh. It's
3: coming,
1: coming, it's coming.
3: One more dance. One more dance.
1: One more
2: dance. Where is?
3: It? Here comes the devil. Oh, here comes the devil. Oh, here comes the devil.
4: Oh, the devil with the devil says, "I." Shh. Look out
3: for the devil. Look out for the devil. Look out for the devil. Oh, the devil with the devil,
4: says I. You're so afraid of old man Satan. Now, why don't you stop your hesitating? You're gonna be a long time dead. So the devil with the devil, says I. You're always giving me the dickens, telling me that life's no easy pickings. But just as long as I have fun, why the devil with the devil, says I.
3: You can have your social teas and bingo for your fun. Anyway. But the Bye, everyone. Yeah. I like you to hope you've enjoyed the Rio Zagami show. Keep on supporting me.
1: stronger, of it course, it it makes we have also GoFundMe and Cash App the Ignatius. And we will be back next Saturday with more
4: news. Hold the devil with the devil, says I
1: the Occasion uh, of Exploring the Illuminati is coming up, and uh, there's a special one, under
3: am <laughs>